Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And hello, welcome everyone to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. We're glad to have you here today. We do this podcast every week. We're a company that helps churches use technology, streaming video mobile apps, and uh, even even website templates and church management stuff. We're, we are a content delivery network as well. And so we're glad to have you here with us. Steve Lacey is our founder and CEO. Mike Gray, who's been with us a lot the last few months, is not here today. But we're going to continue in this pandemic era of podcast. I think this is like podcast number 253, I think, actually. I actually looked it up, Steve. I'm actually being honest there. Usually I make up some number, but it's like 253, at least on the Apple one. Does that sound right to you? That sounds about in the neighborhood. Okay. We've been doing podcasts a lot longer. But anyhow, all right. So today, Steve, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about seven shifts that churches need to make because of the coronavirus. And these are, yeah, yeah, these are shifts not to get through the coronavirus, but just because there was a coronavirus. Yeah. And uh, of course, obviously, at, the, at this recording, there still is and probably will be for quite a while. So we shamelessly stole this uh, stuff from Tony Morgan. Uh, who's a friend of mine. I met him one time many years ago, so now I qualify him as a friend. Uh, but uh, uh, he is actually just a little background. You should really look at look up Tony Morgan. TonyMorganLive.com uh, is one of his websites. He also is uh, he's really a, a church consultant now. The Unstuck Group is what he goes by. Uh, his team goes by, and they, they do a great job. He, they're good people. And uh, I heartily recommend this. So let's talk a little about these seven shifts that churches really do need to make. Uh, This pandemic has changed the way uh, we do church. And I really believe, and many other people out there believe, that it's going to change the way we do church forever. Right. Yeah, he talks about it being the new normal. Yeah. This is all related to the new normal. Yeah. And uh, so these things, I think, will be very helpful for you if you're a pastor, associate pastor, somebody leading your church in some capacity on the board, leadership team, a volunteer, key volunteer. A lot of tech volunteers listen to us. And so uh, this 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 is really good stuff to at least ponder and think about. Uh, I think it's good stuff. And I think that it's uh, important for us to implement these things because, uh, yeah, it's it's things have changed. And uh you know, it's actually not such a bad thing. I mean, the pandemic obviously is terrible, but some of this changing actually might actually be a good thing for the local church long in the, in the long run. Exactly. All right. So we dive into it here. Let's do it. All right. So we uh, so there's shifts from things that we're doing today to things we right. should be doing in the future. So. There's seven of those shifts. So currently the first shift is shifting from analog to digital. Shifting from analog to digital. Now, you know, look, I mean, we, you know, obviously this is, this is Captain Obvious here, right? I mean, this is, this is the way it is, but what we need to understand is this is not something that's, that's going to go away. Uh, Digital is not going to go away when the pandemic goes away. It's here to stay. 
And, you know, churches need to make this shift. They're making it now. Uh, it's, it needs to be the, the primary platform uh, that they do everything with rather than just streaming the Sunday services. Right. And I get the question a lot, you know, well, after the pandemic's over, do you think the big rush is going to be over? And this kind of lines up with my crystal ball with that. I think the church is shifting to digital and this pandemic forced a bunch of churches that were not digital to move to digital, but I don't see them abandoning digital after, you know, after once we're in our new normal again, mm -hmm. I don't see, a, there's going to be a few, but I don't think the majority of people are going to go, well, I streamed for COVID, but now we can meet in person. So let's get rid of the, you know, the streaming part or any digital element. I think right. it's going to be here to stay. Well, and, and something to keep in mind, and that is, you know, not to not to knock the church, but but typically speaking, we're always a little behind everything, and companies and businesses and and you know all over globally have have made this shift years ago, <laughs> and and it's time that that the church continues that process and 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 shifts over. So not just Sunday morning, but other tools and other things that you can do, which we'll get into here in a moment, uh, that you can have. Uh, that will be digital to help people, to help connect people, to help people grow spiritually, to help people, you know, uh, on their walk with God. So it's, it's you know, we uh, secular companies have, have, have done this and, you know, there, I'm sure there's some people saying, well, well, yeah, but we're not secular. Well, I understand that. But 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 the world today, you know, is looking for answers and we need to we need to be where the world is. And the world is looking at digital Jesus and his followers always went to where the people were and uh, the people are online. And so we need to be uh, that as well with our, our ministries. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I think, you know, some people may take exception that, you know, we're not salesmen. I think, yeah, we are salesmen and we need to employ the best tools to, you know, to market and sales to, you know, to reach the loss. So absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, number two on our list, and these are, some of these are a little subtle. So, um, the second one is shifting from teaching to equipping. The shift from teaching to equipping. So, uh, I think the difference here is uh, many of us are used to what I would call one-way communication. You know, we're we're teaching, we're in front of people on a platform, we're we're, and even if we're doing digital stuff, you know, it's a one-way street, it's a one-way communication. But what we're talking here is is more than just one way. It's it's two-way. It's it's interaction. Uh, teaching very important, obviously. Uh, it's very important to to teach people, but there's a little bit more to just teaching. It's 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 giving people tools, resources that they need to to engage the scriptures. To, to practice spiritual uh, disciplines, uh, to, to really live out God's purpose in their lives. All right, exactly. So I used to um, really enjoy, when I lived in California, um, went to uh, Fullerton, first, or Fullerton EV Free yeah. under Chuck Swindoll. I remember him. Yeah. Yes, and he's still around, and it was just, it was a great, teaching i thought i was just i was just just gobbling it up so this is this is more than this is pretty much equipping you to represent christ and go deeper and 
and be able to win others to Christ. And so it's it's a little it's beyond just the teaching. You need the teaching too, but this mm-hmm. is kind of a shift from teaching to equipping as well. Yeah, and again, that's 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 finding tools and using tools uh, online to to help people fulfill that. And so it's more than just sitting there listening to a, to a podcast like you're doing now, uh, or you know, listening to a, a teaching video. It's more than that. Yeah, again, important things to do, but but other things you can use as well to help people get interactive. Uh, building things out on your website so that people, you know, maybe a forum and 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 some uh, some things where people can correspond with each other, uh, maybe on your website. Make your website kind of the the hub for that and allow people to connect with each other. Right. All right, next on our list, number three of the shifts that we need to make post-COVID in our new normal world is a shift from gathering to connecting. Shift from gathering to connecting. So uh, again, kind of launching off what we just said earlier, uh, you know, you can see, and, and, and the nice thing about the Unstuck group that, that put this out is that they work with a lot of churches. And so they, they gather a lot of data. And even before this crisis, people had less and less time to just get together at church. Uh, and, and churches, you know, adding more and more events to the calendars for churches, not really solving the problem, not, not really making progress here. And so even, even so after the crisis, people are understanding that, you know, they need friendship, they need relationships. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult and let's not, you know, there are some churches gathering right now and we get that, but there's a lot of people that aren't coming back to church because of the pandemic, because of concern and rightfully so. And so there's, there's a feeling in many people's lives that they're like isolated, <laughs> you know, they're, there. I, I was a I was a jail I was a jail chaplain I, I was chaplain to Pima County Jail in Tucson for almost twenty years you know, and they had a thing they called you know uh, uh, what was it uh, solitary confinement right and and nobody wanted to be in solitary confinement uh, and many people are feeling that way to some degree in during this pandemic and so we need each other we need to connect with each other and and. Again, as we work with digital stuff here, we need to figure out ways not just to to, to get people watching, but to, to connect and interact. And this is even, I mean, this is geared towards the new normal, right? So two years mm-hmm. from now, right? Everybody's going, right. people are gathering again, mm-hmm. where everyone's gathering and it's just a shift from yeah. focus on the gathering to the connections. So reinforcing yep. <laughs> and enabling the connections as people yeah. You know, yeah. gather again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. N- nothing wrong with gathering, but there has to be more than just coming and going. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So <laughs> this right. is all. So those uh, all part of the new normal here. So the, the fourth one on our list for new the new normal will be, and this is kind of I don't know interesting a shift from global mm-hmm. to local. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did, you know, I worked with a missionary organization for about two years and, and I feel very strongly that, that, you know, doing missionary work and supporting missions are, you know, it's very important. It, it certainly is very valuable to do. Uh, but, uh, according to, uh, well, I'll, I'll just give you, if you listen to Tony Morgan, he feels like churches have been wasting 
too much of their money sending people to Africa and Asia and other distant parts of the globe. Uh, and especially during this difficult time where finances are, are, are hard, uh, he is recommending that people really shift their thinking to what's going on around their community right now. So, uh, yeah, what can, what can people do in some aspect, even though it's a pandemic, what can they do to help the people in their city, in their community, in their neighborhood? And uh, again, I, we're not knocking missionaries. You know, I was kind of one temporarily, you know, I went to Japan for two months. I was in Mexico for a couple months. I've supported missionaries. Uh, and they, they are very important, but uh, during this time of, of of crisis in our in our lives in our in our communities, uh, you know, churches need to really look at mission fields that are very close by to them, and try to help out those. You know, there's people out of work. You know, people have lost their jobs. Right. I, I'm very grateful, you know, for my job, uh, but people are hurting out there. And I mean, I continue to look through this, the lens of the new normal. So, you know, this is post-crisis as well. Right. And I think what's, you know, another thing that's going on is the culture around us has dramatically changed. Um, and it's going to continue to be this way for, you know, decades. And so I think there's a lot, there's some urgency with reaching the local culture as opposed to before we were, you know, I think back of you know the 50s and um, we're all doing great. And so we're going to send missionaries off to these other places. And now the missionaries are needed here locally as the culture shifts around us. So yeah. Yeah, there's a- organizations that, that, that we could certainly be a part of in our community to help those. All right. So uh, send your cards and letters, folks. Uh, if you don't agree with that, just send them to Steve Lacey. For sure. All right. Number five on our list is shift from overspending to generosity. All right. Well, here we go again. It's it's pandemic and, uh, you know, staffing expenses. Uh, and we knew even before this crisis that, that, you know, there's been decline. There's been a decline. The churches have been declining over the last 15 years or more. And uh, there's a stat here that, that uh, declining churches have 35% more paid staff. Declining churches have 35% more paid staff than growing churches. Uh, so declining churches have more staff. Now, again, I, we're getting this uh, data from the Unstuck Group, which works with lots of churches, especially churches that are hurting and, and trying to help them. And so with the decline in giving, this crisis is, is going to, really force our churches to reduce their expenditures for staff uh, and facilities. And in the long run, it really, in the long run, it should help churches free up, you know, some, some resources to partner uh, with, you know, again, some of these local agencies I mentioned earlier and, and addressing some, some, some spiritual as well as physical and mental health needs in their communities. Right. Exactly. So a lot of this is, as churches mature and they start to get comfortable, they start looking inward and saying, oh, we need to hire another staff person or we need to invest in that or do this. And right. it's really a shift from you can maybe, you know, rephrase this thing fairly as rather than shift from overspending to generosity to focus your financial stewardship from internal to external. 
That's yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think sometimes, again, we, 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 we try to solve the problem by throwing money at something, you know, and, and it just, you know, there's much more to it than that, especially if your church is in a decline. Okay. All right. Number six on our list. It's a shift from complexity to simplicity. A shift from complexity to simplicity. So, uh, again, uh, you know, during this crisis, the stories are starting to pop up that churches are realizing that, you know, they're having to simplify <laughs> their strategies. Uh, and that is a very good thing, uh, because, again, from previous research, uh, you know, this idea of trying to keep people busy, you know, people busy in church activities, you know, it doesn't make people more like Jesus. It just keeps them busy. <laughs> and we've, again, we've, we've kind of gone into this thinking over the years that, you know, well, we just give people more stuff to do and that will help them grow, you know? And there's, again, it's, there's a much bigger picture than this and uh, the simplicity uh, of Jesus and, and his teachings and the lifestyle uh, really will lead people to, to, to grow spiritually uh, not just a bunch of programs uh, that, that are thrown at them. Right. Exactly. All right. Number seven on our list is, um, and this is a lot of churches I think are starting to implement this as well, is a shift from accounting attendees, you know, and right now viewers to engagement. So yeah. um, there's been a lot of, I don't know if we've talked about it or not, but um just a shifting on what, what you're measuring. And, you know, another one is engagement is kind of, they also talk about getting people to make the next step. So that, that's a form of engagement as well. So you measure your success, not on how many people showed up or how many people, you know, watched you online, which if you're using Facebook, they'll definitely uh, flatter you with some <laughs> crazy numbers. Um, <laughs> But it's no bitterness there, is there? There's no, no, no just, just <laughs> but rather than counting the attendees to start counting, if you want to get, you know, if you want to measure your results as you measure engagement or how many people have moved from, you know, step one to step two or step right. four to step six, you know, five, that sort of thing. How, how many yeah. people are progressing in their maturity? Right. I, uh, as I was going through this, I, I was really thinking in my own church, and, and I remember how excited we were, you know, that we yeah, we had really good numbers, or that's really good, we're good numbers. But then uh, I, I remember thinking, well, you know, we have numbers, but what's going on? We don't see these people. We don't talk to these people. I mean, we do a few. But, uh, but then we actually have, over the last couple of months, really worked hard at trying to figure out a way to engage people. And so we're actually building some things up that will bring some engagement. And one of the nice things, if we can, you know, I know you don't like to do this, but I'll, I'll shamelessly plug us, streamingchurch.tv. We have a great follow-up tool that makes it very easy to follow up with visitors that come to your website to, to come to your streaming platform. And so that's that's one step in, in helping to, uh, you know, see who's there, uh, sending out an email, it, it can be automated, you can customize it. And that's one step in doing so. I, I had somebody just the other day responded to one of our automatic follow-ups. They came to my service, our service, and uh, she wrote back and said, thank you so much for following up with me. I just found you guys online. He goes, and she says, I, I really love you guys. You know, I, I like what's going on. I, I want to find out more. 
and you know how can I be more involved even though you know we're only online and 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 she actually sent us 50 bucks I mean this was a total stranger you know never walked in the door when we were on ground and we've had several people uh, I don't know if they've sent us money, but we've had several people respond and say, you know, thanks for the follow-up. I want to learn more. And so it opens the door. So you're not just counting attendees. You're not just counting numbers. You, you, you know, how well are you engaging people? How well are you connecting with them? And of course, you know, we all know very well that that Jesus was, was making disciples and, and his whole message was to his disciples was make, go and make more disciples and, and connect people. So just just really a powerful shift here that we need to make, which again, as you would say, the new normal, which carries into uh, whatever happens down the road a few years from now. You know, we need to remember it's all about engaging people. Right. Exactly. I kind of I think back to the uh, there's a, an elder at our church that you're familiar with that kind of beats himself up sometimes like I didn't win that person to Christ. And I'm like, it's not a. I don't think it's a one and done kind of thing. I think there's people will take 10, 12, 40 steps to get to Christ. And if you moved them from step 21 to 22, you know, and you can measure that, you know, that's what you need to measure. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And everybody's different and it's not a one size fits all deal and how we engage people and and the patience we use and and the things that we do uh, really Really make make it make it a very uh, important thing to do. So, uh, so yeah, so good stuff. So, uh, very uh, once again, seven shifts churches need to make for the new normal: analog to digital, teaching to equipping, gathering to connecting, uh, global thinking to local thinking, uh, overspending to generosity, complexity to simplicity. And then, uh, as we just said here, uh, attendance to engagement. All right. Sounds good. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. It is good stuff to keep in mind as, as we continue to, to go not only through the pandemic, as you've said, but as we continue to, to work with our churches and grow them down the roadways. Good stuff. All right. So uh, my thanks to Tony Morgan and his team from the Unstuck Company. And uh, if you want to add to this list or give us some thoughts or feedback, we always are uh, happy to hear from you. Support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, we do have a lot of tools to, to help churches. Many of these things we've talked about. You know, we we've got other podcasts. We've got blogs at streamingchurch.tv. That you know, we we are we exist to try to help, and uh, we want to help churches not only use technology, which we say quite a bit, but also help the churches. You know, continue to grow and 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 help equip uh, people uh, in leadership. So, uh, thank you so much. Uh, Jackson, Stephen, Lacey, for your time. All right, glad to be here. Did anybody ever call you Jackson growing up? That's your real, that's your first name, Jackson. I have some friends that call me Jackson all the time. Okay. Uh, just, yeah. yeah, just for joking around. Oh, oh, just. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I tried to change it in seventh grade and my teacher said, no, what are you trying to do? So I thought there's no, there were no Jacksons. I mean, it's a super popular name now. Right. But as I was growing up, there were no Jacksons. I thought, oh, I can be the only Jackson. There's a thousand edge. Steves out here. So. Well, well, you know, my, my, my son, Grayton, uh, his real name is Philip. 
Graydon Thompson, named after Graydon's after my dad, Philip's after me. But when he went to school, uh, you know, he was registered as Philip Graydon Thompson. And so they just called him Philip and he would never correct them. I mean, he never asked him to call him Graydon or anything, which, you know, to me that, you know, that's kind of a unique name too, you know, Graydon. Right. So anyhow, he didn't care. He didn't care. So he's got friends that call him Philip and other friends that call him Graydon. So, all right, well, we're done. We're rambling on here. Folks, thank you so much for your time today. We do appreciate it. I'm sure Mike Gray will be with us next week. And uh, please take care of yourselves. Uh, this has been the Church Solutions Podcast. He is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. Take care of yourself. We'll see you again next time.